hello and welcome back to Expression FM for what is bound to be an incredible encounter as Exeter Chiefs host the Bulls in the first of their home European Champions Cup fixtures. To guide you through today's proceedings is me, Alex Greger, and regular on both TNS and the Sunday Sports Show, Jacob Brown. Exeter's form has been very patchy of late, with the win over London Irish in round 10 being their only win in their last five in the league. This includes slumping to a surprise defeat away to Newcastle Falcons in late November. However, the break for the Premiership Rugby Cup and the European Rugby has allowed the team to refocus their efforts and recapture their early season form. Bath and Gloucester were both swept aside in the Cup at Sandy Park. This was swiftly followed up by a victory away in Castra, leaving Exeter second in their pool coming into this weekend. The Bulls, on the other hand, have been in excellent form all season and currently find themselves on a five-game winning streak. The key to their recent success has certainly been their attacking prowess, scoring 30-plus points in every game apart from one this season. This leads them sitting in second in the United Rugby Championship, behind perennial pace at Leinster. In their first ever European adventure, the South African side welcomed Leon to Pretoria, running in six tries and collecting the bonus point after just 23 minutes in a 42-36 victory. The weakness of this side is certainly the defence, limiting the opposition to less than 20 points on just three occasions this term. The likes of Hogg, Slade and both Timmins brothers will look certainly to exploit this. Ali Heffer and Rob Baxter have kept things very similar to last week as they look to keep that winning formula intact. We find the only change in the front row with Luke Cowan-Dickey coming in at hooker to lead the side, with Theo and Williams flanking him. In the back five, there are two ex-university students, as both Daffa Jenkins and Chris Sunza maintain starting roles from last week. In the backs, former student Sam Maunder is at nine and partnered by Joe Simmons. The dangerous back three of Woodburn, Knoll and Hogg will certainly look to exploit the ball's relatively weak defence. There is a third ex-university student on the bench as Will Beckinsale prepares for his second European game following some good game time for EURFC on a couple of occasions this season, including here at Sandy Park in a varsity fixture versus Cardiff. The Bulls have made a few more changes but also want to keep the good times rolling from last week. An unchanged front row means Springbok legend Bismarck Duplessis will start to hooker at the age of 38. In the second row, Yanko Swampole comes in for the injured Jacques Duplessis. And finally in the back row, Muller, Wies and WJ Steenkamp swap roles from last week with the former moving from 8-7 to seven and vice versa. The man who has broken Lions fans' hearts on two occasions in recent years, Mornay Stain starts and captains at fly half. But there is a new face outside him. Regular fly half Chris Smith comes in at inside centre after his substitute appearance last week. On the bench, there is the third spring of South African international, with Lizzo Kaboka being the backup loose head today. The full lineups are Scott Seo, Luke Kandik, and Harry Williams in the front row, Daffa Jenkins as partner by Johnny Gray in the second row, club legend Dave Hewers, Christians, and Sam Simmons are in the back row. Maunder and Joe Simmons are uh, halfbacks, Rory O'Loughlin, Henry Slade in the centres, the back three of Ollie Woodburn, Jack Noll, and Stuart Hogg. On the bench is Jack Yendel, Alec Hepburn, Josh Icever Scott, Ruben Van Heerden. Sancho Grandona, Will Beckinsale, Solomon Akata, and Josh Hodge. And for the Bulls today, it's Dylan Smith, Bismarck Dupesi, and Jacques Van Ruyen in the front row, Reinhard Ludwig and Janko Svonpol in the second row, Nizam Khan, Miller and WJ Steenkamp in the back row. Youngster Bona van der Leen is partnered by the experienced Mornay Stain in the halfbacks. The new man Chris Smith is partnered by Stedman Grass, who mains it from last week. Stravino Jacobs, Simbongle Navuka, and Wanisilis Simolane are the back three. On the bench is Joe Van Ziel, Lisa Gaboka, Sebastian Lombard, Cameron Hanekom, Fumzile Makanwana, Keegan Johannes, 
Carlson Bannies and Juan Moster. The referee today is French and Matthew Reynal with his assistants compatriots Jonathan Dufroy and Vincent Blasco Baquet on the flanks and the TMO is Philippe Bonhurle for today. Jacob, we excited for this one, the first year in game of the season for us. Yeah, first European match for Exeter. Great to have European rugby back at Sandy Park. This should be a really good test for the Chiefs given it's a really high scoring Bulls team that gets so many points in the URC. I'm very excited for this and we can hope the Chiefs can make it two from two in this European campaign. Yeah, absolutely. Both sides an excellent come for going to this. Very quickly, give me your prediction for today's game. I think I have to say Chiefs win. I'm really encouraged by their form from that win over in France. I'll give them a win by a 14-point margin. There you go. Well, join us very shortly for kickoff here at Sandy Park. Out come both teams to start this European Champions Cup fixture. Exeter Chiefs and the Bulls ready to face off against one another after winning their opening games each. It's absolutely packed here at Sandy Park, isn't it, Jacob? Both teams right up for this one. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, this is what this is what a season's all about. These European afternoons. It's the closest you'll get to international rugby at a club level. Anticipation's been building. The crowd is absolutely packed. I cannot wait for this. Bound to be an exciting fixture. Henry Slade is going to get us underway here. Exeter going right to left in the European pink pit. Going away for the traditional white, the blue balls in the traditional blue colours. Slade kicks off here, left footed deep into the balls 22. That's number seven. Muller Wies takes it away and carries forward. So it'll be a ball scrum into the own 22 meters. Into the own 22. Vandalin feeds. Excellent to get a shove on, but go down, but draw the penalty anyway. Dead in front of the post. What a turnover. Scott Theo, Harry Williams, Luke Cowan Dickey. Stellar work from the front row. And X to get the penalty. 20 meters out. Dead in front of the post. And Joe Simmons ox to take the kick. Excellent scrum that from Exeter, wasn't it, Jacob? Oh, that's a really good way to start your set pieces for a, for a game as big as this. Straight away, that's going to be in the referee's mind. Exeter did so well there to turn that ball over and crucial scrum to win so early on and, and now they've got the chance to, to take a lead. Joe Simmons line at the kick, dead in front of the post, 20 metres out, easy as you like. Converts straight down the middle. Exeter cheese three, balls nil allowing Sam Maunder a good platform to box it clear. Instead, he fires back to Henry Slade, whose kick's charged down by Bismarck Duplessis. Sure, Hogg misses it, and it falls into the hands of Smith. It pops out, but referee says backwards. The Bulls now have possession on the 22-metre line. Forward goes Reinhard Ludwig. It's fired out wide to Smith again. The number 12 getting lots of action early in this game. Fire back once more. Bismarck do play nice hands, but Ludwig's hit excellently by Ollie Woodman and she's marched over the top, but it's built out. Out goes Simawane. Lovely step from the full back. He's away. One on one with Stuart Hogg. Exeter attack from the Scotland's national and Shunza goes hunting for the ball. Doesn't get it. The ball's once again inside the 22 and they've got numbers out wide. Smith gives wide. Here he is in the corner. Oh, it's just Muller-Wiese. It's stopped just short. 
with the balls five metres out now as they drive forward looking to get a try early on they've got penalty advantage from referee Matthew Reynal Dylan Smith next man to carry forward the loose head prop good repel by Daft Jenkins though Mornay Stain oh lovely line from the winger Trevino Jacobs to score his fifth try in six games all season and the Bulls immediate response after some excellent face in the 22 Jacob upset on perhaps well potentially I mean that was maybe not the most intelligent choice of kick by, uh, by Exeter there and, and charged down and then the size of the overlap they had on that on, the, on that far wing was uh, quite extraordinary they didn't get over there Exeter did hold out for a time but you kind of felt once the advantage was there it gave Bulls the freedom to, to get over and that's what they've done yeah, the South African side really showing their attacking prowess. The clinicality was absolutely on point. Didn't take them long. And a, perhaps a little disconnect in the extra defence, allowing the winger, Stravino Jacobs, to score underneath the post. Mornay Stone lines up the kick. For a kick of his quality, that is no problem whatsoever. And the fly half converts to try. Extra cheese three, ball seven. Just seven minutes into this game. After that penalty, X of a six-metre line-out, Luke Kaundicki to throw it to the back. Christians and the uni student claims it, and the X, the crowd roar behind them all as they try to get it moving. They port go blind, but Luke Kaundicki stumbles as he comes away with it. But X is in the possession. Camps three metres out from the line. The pick-and-go game strong, we know that. Dave Ewer is the next man to go for it. Exeter penalty advantage thrown offside. Maunder calls rounds his forward, picks and goes from blindside. Nothing going there. Kaundick is there quickly. Dummies. Fizz out wide to Simmons. He goes even wider to Stuart Hogg. He's dangerous in these positions. But excellent defence on the balls limits him as he knocks it on. But we'll go back for the extra cheese penalty on the five metre line. And will they go for the corner again, do you think, Jacob? Or the scrum? Or even the tap? Well, they seem to be very aggressive early on. I think both sides have realised it might be a case of outscoring the other today. Uh, very ambitious. So they were practising that line-out a lot before the game. So they're obviously confident in it. And that, that mall did have a good bit of power behind it before it was stopped. So I think they'll go again here. Yeah, big call. I think they're going to go for the tap and go. Luke Cowan Dickey, he's a hard man to tackle. So, for a penalty advantage, Luke Cowan Dickey, five metres out, taps and goes, held up just three metres out. Dave Hughes is the next man, great drive forward from Exeter. The fans behind the try line raw, and they have absolutely reason to. And Exeter straight back in the lead. Dave Hughes, what a try. Luke Cowan Dickey will stop just short but the big frame of the Zimbabwe number six scoring his first try of the season in his 11th game. His 37th in history for Chiefs. I mean, when you've got Luke Houndicky and Dave Ewers that close to the line, it's hard to stop. Oh, it's the favourite combination of the fans here at Sandy Park and for, for Ewers to get over is just great. Uh, yeah, I think Chiefs will be very happy that they, they have got the five points from that gamble that they took by not going for the three. So they'll be very pleased that the their gamble paid off and now they're, they're back in the lead and this frenetic starts the game. Yeah, what starts this game? 11 minutes in. Exeter Chiefs 8, ball 7. However, we are having a look at the TMO. Matthew Raynow is currently looking at the big screen in the corner. He's just checking the grounding. We can see the grounding. It's absolutely fine. He awards the try and it is confirmed that Exeter Chiefs do have the lead here at Sandy Park. 
Joe Simmons line at the kick. Again, a relatively simple one for it. Kick of his calibre. He nails it. Exeter Chiefs 10. The ball 7, just 11 minutes into this game. What a start. Five metres out. Luke Kaunaki throws into the back. Johnny Gray takes it and the mall is set up. The whole ground roars behind the mall as they get it going forward now. It's moving, it's inching forward towards the line. The whole weight of Exeter is behind this mall. Cash is in there, they're over, and they have scored a try. Exeter have their second score of the game, just 15 minutes in. What a start to this game. I don't know who's got it, Jacob. It's Luke Howe and Dickie who's got another hooker. Returning to the side for this match. But that is a whole forwards try. Oh, that's a proper forwards try. The mall working well. I mean, exactly listening to what you were saying earlier, balls tend to concede more than 20 points, and they thought, well, we'll try and do it as quickly as possible. And they're well on the way to that second try, and now uh, eight points ahead, maybe even 10 points ahead. What a start. Incredible start to this game as Luke Kendrick, he crosses his third try in five games of our this season. It will maybe his last for the club as he departs from Montpellier at the end of the year. Slightly harder kick for Joe Simmons. 50 metres in from touch on the right-hand side. The wrong side for him is a right-footed kicker. But he lines up the conversion. Lines it up. Lovely kick. No. The flags do not go from the referees. So the score remains. Exercise 15. The ball 7. 16 minutes into this game. The balls have a line-out. 7 metres from the extra line following a penalty. They go to the front. It's taken in well and the mall is driven forward but driven initially back from Exeter but they spin around really well. Exeter players stuck in there. Bismarck Duplessis still holding onto the ball as he drives towards the line. He's held up just short. What's Matthew Reynolds gives held up I think. And it'll be a goal line drop out to the Chiefs. Exeter mall defence on the likes of Daft Jenkins and Johnny Gray in there. Holding it up just short. 21 minutes into this game. Exeter she's 15. The ball 7 falls just in front of the 10 metre line for Chris Smith to take him excellent for a turnover can't get it so Steenkamp is next up for the balls to carry forward Vandalin's there quickly to play out the back to Stain one out the back to Jacobs try score later in the game of course walked down by Shunza but the Welsh international can't get out of the way quickly enough and it's a penalty advantage to the balls next up is a former Bath man Jacques Van Ruyen but we're going to come back for the penalty Another infringement from Exeter. They start to lose their discipline a little bit, Jacob. Well, that, that was a tough one for, for Shinzua. Uh, just balls did very, very well at the breakdown, almost manufactured the, the penalty. But uh, n- another chance for balls here. They're, they're, I'm very impressed with the Exeter de- defence from that mall earlier on. Let's hope they can do it again here because it looks like we'll get another one. The balls that drive forward, they're driven towards touch at the moment. They're still heading forward, but they break off. Smith fizzes out to Stain, gets the ball away to Similana, he gets the offload away to Jacobs looking for a second try of the game. Set side one, set side two, three, gets two metres out. Exeter from the left winger. Nizam Carr, I think, keeps it tight. Next up is going to be Reinhard Ludwig to drive over. He's held up just short. Referee Rathiana again, the call's held up. The second row, Ludwig, once again denied. Exeter just about surviving once again from close range 
Oh, they're clinging on here, but they're doing it well. It's another one held up after sustained bulls pressure. And it just the bulls are just going to keep trying, keep tiring themselves out. And, and if Exeter can stop them getting a try, or they, they only come away with three, that, that's really, really good defence from, uh, from Chiefs to not concede seven points from now. What's a sustained period of bulls pressure? I think the key thing now for Chiefs is not concede a penalty straight off the back of this. Try and get some territory in the Bulls' half. So extra scrum, get an early shove on, and then another penalty. It's three from three. This time from their own ball. Exeter, absolutely dominant at scrum time, Jacob. Again, you can really see it with Matteo Reina. He's just like he's not he's not even having to think about it at the moment. He sees yeah. possible 50-50 infringement and just thinks, yeah, that, that that's gonna be a Chiefs penalty. Couldn't and agree they've, more. They've yeah. earned the right they've earned the right to do that and they've absolutely been all over balls in, in scrum. And that's going to really freak out this uh, South African side. That extra winning the physical battle at the moment, they've repelled them all, you know, held it up twice, uh, and, and they're all over them at scrum time. So. It's literally any kind of shove that comes forward. Extra getting rewarded now. Matthew Rain has got it in his head. The extra dominant, and they're getting rewarded for that. Luke Kendricky to throw in. Goes right to the back for Johnny Gray. Excellent take from the Scotsman. But it's Mark Dupree because he's a penalty in at the side. So Exeter will play off the back of them all. It's Henry Slade, gets the offload away really well to Jack Noll, who's got some space that wide to Ollie Woodburn. Steps inside, gets the offload away to Hogg, it's just dropped on the outside. Hogg didn't quite have the fingertip reach to keep the ball in play. But for a minute there, it was on out wide for Exeter. However, we'll come back for the penalty. Matthew Ray now wants to have a chat with Bismarck Duplessis. So back-to-back tendencies from the Bulls means Exeter have a five-metre line out. Daft Jenkins takes it in right at the front and everyone gets behind this Chiefs move but it's well repelled by the Bulls initially but here it goes inches forward now it spins round to the right hand side here it goes up to the line Luke Cowan Dickey gets a second try Exeter have a third already in the first half you cannot stop this Chiefs side from that close range a second move try and a third in total Jacob Tell me how to stop this move. Well, it's been what a first half for Exeter Chiefs. What a first half for the forwards of Exeter Chiefs. Karen Dickey gets another one to go with Dave Ewers one early on. I mean, the Chiefs just look unstoppable from five metres out. I think what the ref had said was, was in the Bulls players' mind. As you can see, they were desperate not to commit an infringement, but they, they couldn't stop it. And it just careers over after spinning round to the, to the open side and... And Chiefs get a third score, going really, really well at the moment. Joe Simmons, from about 12 metres in from the right-hand touchline, steps up for the kick. Missed one from position earlier, but it floats towards the post. That one's a lot better. That one goes over. It's Exeter Chiefs 22, ball seven, with eight minutes to go in the first half. Exeter get the scrum again but no penalty this time Sam Simmons picks on eight skips out of one tackle but it's brought down well by Malouise in the end Exeter inside the Bulls half now Luke Cowan-Dickey gets up the 10 metre line Daffer Jenkins plays up the back to Henry Slade skips one because Solomon Akata he's dangerous when he gets going the Tongan International but gets the offload away to Jack Noel who cuts back inside fronted up by Chris Smith who's been having a good game so far Harry Williams plays out the back to Sam Simmons. Henry Slade, Catter, hands out wide to the Sam Simmons, who dummies and gets the offload away to Dave Ewers on the left-hand side. Zimbabwe and stays in really well. 
Exiting the 22 now. Next up is Scott Seo, the Australian international. He's hard to stop it when he gets going. Dash Jenkins plays on to... Johnny Gray who gets it down Jenkins gets it off and away again to Henry Slade what a score from Exeter that is one of the best tries you'll see Daff Jenkins what an offload Johnny Gray what an offload Henry Slade what a finish and Exeter have their bonus point inside the first half Jacob summarise that for us that was just spectacular obviously the offload stands out but really good build up play great carry as well by Dave Ewers down on this near side to keep it in keep the attack going and they just had all the gaps then they had all the momentum and Henry Slade goes over for that bonus point try yeah it's lovely stuff for Unishin and Daph Jenkins to make the try get it over with Johnny Gray who gets the ball away to Henry Slade and it's an outstanding finish from the England centre as he skips on the outside of the ball fullback Similane. Joe Simmons going to line up the kick. 16 metres in from touch. Missed one from a very similar position earlier, but also nailed one. The last one from a similar position. Bang on 22. He's ever reliable from the tee. The ball floats towards the post. Nails the kick. Exeter Chiefs 29 before the Campbell 7 with 3 minutes to go in this first half Exeter line out excellent take from Johnny Gray at the back Henry Slade dummies the ball out the back and is hit well by Nizam Carr Luke Kamdicki's next up to carry in front of Mornay State and Bismarck Duplessis over 150 South African caps in that tackle as it's, as it's bubbled back with Nizam Carr for the turnover but referee Matthew Ray now gives the penalty for offside and Exeter Chiefs will have a chance for a shot of goal, perhaps to go for the corner from about 35 metres. Dead in front of the post. As Joe Simmons points to the sticks. And next he'll try and extend their points tally to over 30. So Joe Simmons, 35 metres out from a penalty, dead in front of the post. This should be fairly straightforward for him. And is a lovely strike from Simmons as he converts a penalty. Exegis 30 32. The Vodacan Bulls 7. We'll just have time for a restart. Mornay Stain kicks off towards Johnny Gray, who can't quite take it, knocks on in fact. So it'll be the Bulls possession. Knock on for both teams, so for Matthew Ray now. And that brings an end to the half. Jacob, an excellent first half of the Chiefs. They're thoroughly on top. Your opinions on that so far? Well, if you'd have said to Rob Baxter before the game started, right, do you want to be 25 points up at half-time? He would have said, yes, absolutely. And it's just perfect performance from the Chiefs. Dominant in the malls, dominant in the scrums, and a good bit of back attacking play towards the end there with that try by Slade. So lots to smile about for Chiefs, but for Bulls, it's a long way back, but you don't put it past their attack. It's if their defence can come up to it and sort of stop extra scoring for long enough that gives the Bulls attack a bit of an opportunity to, to get back in the game. Yeah, absolutely. A long way back for the Vodacan Bulls now as they are down 32 points to 7 away here at Stanley Park. Extra cheese lead here and we will join the second half coming up right now. Out come the Exeter Chiefs then for the second half here at Sandy Park. They've made the Bulls wait for a few minutes. Getting cold. It's attempted drops here already. Even before 2 o'clock at Sandy Park. But the Chiefs comfortably ahead of the break. 32-7 up as Mornay Stain prepares to get us back underway at Sandy Park. The Springbok gets us under back underway here. It's deep towards Stuart Hogg. The Scotsman takes it in. And it's a dance through defence. 
can't quite as Dylan Swift takes him down. And next we'll set up another rock. Scott Seo. Set up the next one. And Sam Wonder will now box kick clear. So extra scrum on the ball 10 metre line. Sam Wonder feeds. They're going to draw a penalty like this. If they get a shove on now. Skit Seo on the loose head side draws the penalty. Chiefs will play off the back of it. Joe Simmons out to Ollie Woodburn who drops it. But hang on, gets it back. Shoot a hog. Pains his ears back, sets back inside. He's not held, gets up. But Matthew Ray now is going to call us back for the penalty at scrum time. I think he's going to call it back. Shoot Hog's probably held there. There's no, another chat to Mornay staying, Jacob. And surely not a yellow card for this one, but perhaps the next one. Scrum time, balls look on the ropes. That's the fourth penalty already today. They do. Uh, I think he's just reminding him here, look, new half, and it, is, it hasn't forgotten about what is going on at, at that scrum. And it, at the moment, it's not looking good if you balls at all. It just means they can't get a foothold, really. Now Chiefs will go forward again. Chiefs defending pretty well, and, and Bulls just need more of the ball if they're going to get the next score, which is, you think, crucial to them having any chance of getting back into this game. Luke Kendricky throws into the line. Now, on the 22, the dummy ball was set up. But it's come out while Solomon Akata runs straight into Chris Smith. He's still going. Excellent legs drive. Sam Simmons picks from the place of the rock. Five metres out now, Exeter. Sam Warner says quickly, but Nissan Carl stolen it. Very illegally, though. I think he was forced to go away penalty there. Luke Howandicki takes the quick tap, though. Drives over the line, looking for a hat-trick. Luke Howandicki gets the hat-trick. Just after half-time, five minutes into the second half. Luke Howandicki, his third try. Excellent awareness from the hooker. Quick tap and go, and dives, burrows underneath the ball's defence. Brexit's fifth try of the game. Excellent thinking from Howandicki, Jacob. Yeah, and such an intelligent try. He's clearly just seen the space and, and went for it. Easy, easy score, and Exeter now 30 points ahead. You you probably don't see much way back, rather than unless something spectacular happens here for Bulls now. I think Morris is game over as Luke Kowndicki. That is his last action of the game as he establishes for Jack Yendall. And this East End rises to its feet to applaud an exit forward on the England International. And while that was going on, Joe Simmons knocked over the, the symbol conversion from dead in front of the post to push the score out to Exeter Chiefs 39, ball 7. Morning could put the box kick from just 10 metres from his own line. Puts it straight into touch. He got a pretty good distance on it at the end. From, from a horrible angle. So lovely chip over the top. Nizam Kai's played by Chris Smith out of nowhere. That came absolutely nothing. And Chris Smith has scored the ball's second try. It was a chip kick over the top from Mornay Stain. Bounced very kindly for the for the, um, the South African outfit. Straight into the hands of Smith. And ball got a second try. Yeah, that was a real Christmas gift of a bounce and a rugby ball there. It's very, very fortunate. But they have been pressing a bit more recently. Bulls have had a bit more control in the scrum and the line-out. They've had a few more, you know, extra playing defensive kicks into touch. And they've made that dominance count now. They have got seven points, making that scoreline look somewhat better. Seems like it's just a consolation at this stage, but they'll be glad to take seven points from a, a more dominant ten-minute period, really. Yeah, I have to agree. The Bulls have been very excellent the last ten minutes and getting their just rewards with Chris Smith crossing for that score. Exeter Chiefs 39, Bulls 14, with more than a slot in the conversion. 
Lewis Lee gets back underway and X immediately winning back very in hand of Ruben Van Heerden just coming onto the pitch gets involved early Josh Oistever Scott a new, another new man is next to carry forward Exeter got a little zip about them Van Heerden plays out the back to Simmons one more on to Henry Slade scores through gets the solo and Akata that 25 point lead didn't last long Akata immediate response from the centre that took about 30 seconds excellent line river Henry Slade and the Tongan International crosses for the score out wide that's the 40 points up for Exeter well, that's instant response by Chiefs. Bulls, you know, slugged away for 10 minutes. Chiefs say the 30 seconds and they score five points in response. Another great attack there and good carries and they're over in the corner in quick time. It's a difficult kick for Joe Simmons, this one. Five metres in from touch, right out on the left-hand touch line. Here he goes, right-footed. Sails towards the posts. Didn't quite bring it round enough. It remains Exeter Chiefs 44, the Bodicam Bulls 14. I'm not quite sure I understand Maunder, but Simmons box kicks again. Yeah, that one's got some good length on it, to be fair. But we're a little bit of afters there. Swampole and Daffer Jenkins involved, but go back to the action. Bulls still have the possession. Lovely hands. Chris Smith gets onto a pass from Jacobs. Good tap tackle from Henry Slade, though. As Gondona looks to go to turnover, Christianza may have won it back. Not quite. Johannes can play it. More than I say, flicks inside to Cameron Hanacom. His professional debut today. Good shot from Jack Yendel on Svonpol. Debut of the turnover. Good clear out from Gaboka. Stops that. Hanukam smashed really well by Dave Viewers. He draws the penalty as well. Excellent stuff from the Zimbabwean. Huge shot and then wins a turnover. That's how it's done, Jacob. That is exactly how YX are so happy with their defence today. So only conceded 14 points. Yes, there's been mistakes, but just, you know, great tackles like that, winning turnovers, playing it well at the breakdown is, is why they've done so well today. Uh, make sure that this is this is all okay. But yeah, Chiefs winning uh, another penalty. Yeah, I think Matthew Reynolds had a look at this. Make sure the height of Dave Ewers was fine. He's going to walk over the screen for a TMO review. So um, after a long TMO review, Matthew Reynolds coming back over towards Jack Yendel and Dave Ewers. He's got cards in his hand. We're waiting to see what colour it will be. After the current it didn't look too bad. Perhaps Hanukkah falling may have saved him a little bit. Off it goes. Yellow card for Dave Ewers. He will not return to the field of play in this match as we have three minutes to go. Shame for viewers. Kind of leaves a mark on this Chiefs performance. But the Bulls still hunting for that bonus point. Need two tries for it as Mornesane puts into the corner. Five metres out. Joe Van Ziel puts in. Shunza nicks it, but it comes back on the Bulls side. Swampole, next man to carry forward. Straight off the line out. Gaboka's next up, supported well by Macondwana. Trying to see through the defences, Sebastian Lombard. But it's knocked on by Bulls as an offload, trying to get away to Macondwana. And Chiefs, surely that is game over for the Bulls now. They're not going to get anything on this game. Two minutes to go, extra scrum. I think that wraps up the game. Bridge complete here, Jacob. 
Yeah, I think so. Again, again, again balls with the opportunity. They do well to win the line out despite the best efforts of, uh, of Shinzo there. But yeah, it, 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 another knock on. So many handling errors in this second half. Yes, some of them from ambitious attacking players have gone for it. But it's another error, and Chiefs will get the chance to exit again now. So as the clock ticks into the red, Joseph and Spies the scrum. That one does not go anywhere. Grindona gets it out. Fires it Jack Noel, who boots it into the dead ball area. And that is that here is Andy Park. Exeter's 44. The Volley Campbell's 14. A comfortable win in the end for the Chiefs. Nothing to complain about. Job done as they maintain second place in their pool in the Heineken European Champions Cup. Jacob, your thoughts on that game? Well, it was a case of one of the best first-half performances Chiefs have had all season, and Bulls never really recovered. They tried, they huffed and puffed in that second half, but they just too many errors, and Chiefs were able to close it out. Chiefs will be happy that they also managed to, to get enough points in the second half to, to keep it ticking over. Shame they couldn't get to the 50-point mark, but you know the forward pack will be happy, Karen Dickey in particular, and uh, Dave Ewers as well, winning star player of the match. Chiefs march on, they're second in their pool and if you'd offered it to the players and the fans here before the game started they'd have taken a 30 point win absolutely and last question you're, I know Dave you've won Heineken star of the match but who is your player of the match today I think I will give it to the uh, wonderful hooker and skipper Luke Karandicki played so well with those three tries and Exeter's maul in that first half was just a, a force that could not be stopped by the Bulls so Ewers played really well but I'll give it to the hat-trick man today Luke Karandicki there you go Expression FM's player of the match hat-trick hero Luke Karandicki thank you very much for listening to this Expression FM broadcast I've been Alex Gregor joined by Jacob Brown and we will catch you for the next commentary hopefully Maybe that's in the new year.